Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. Studio Boomer Sizing, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app. Good Friday morning, it's a feel-good football Friday. There are only three left of these. We got Divisional Weekend, we have Championship Weekend, Championship Sunday, then we have the feel-good football Friday we will have out in Las Vegas before the Super Bowl, so things are dwindling with this football season. And the NFL mimicking the NBA in one way going into this weekend. I think the stuff that is happening off the field is more interesting than what we may have on the field. Because there's one game that I think is going to be great. We all think it's going to be great with the Bills and the Chiefs. The rest of them, they got blowout potential. Now, you never know what's going to happen. Maybe you get an upset. Maybe you get something crazy, something memorable. But what's going on in the coaching ranks right now is nuts. And Bill Belichick is really inching closer and closer to becoming the Atlanta Falcons head coach. I think he said to himself, NFC South sucks. Tom Brady went there, won that division. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to win some divisions, get into the playoffs, and I'm going to be a hero for the city of Atlanta. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, good morning, G. And uh, I would say that that is uh, definitely going to happen. You know, I feel Definitely like, going to happen. Yep, yep. Definitely wow. feel like it's uh, it's. Uh, Fait complete. Uh, they have to go through all the nuts and bolts of a contract. They have to make sure they meet all their requirements, the Rooney Rule and everything else. And I feel bad for guys that have to go through the Rooney Rule just to go through the Rooney Rule so a team can ultimately get to the guy that they want. Um, I, I feel sometimes these guys, uh, the black coaches, end up getting used for situations like this, and I hate that. I want guys to be hired on merit, and um, I don't want guys to feel like these things, uh, interviews are shams. 
And I, I remember talking to Marvin Lewis, who ended up doing a couple of interviews, I believe, a few years back, if you remember. Yeah. Nobody really thought he was going to have a chance. And I love Marvin Lewis. I thought he was a terrific coach for the Bengals. Uh, I thought he was exactly what the Bengals needed, a low-key kind of get-along coach with the ownership and just deal with everything that he had to deal with. And he really did have an impact. He had a long career as the, the Cincinnati Bengal head coach. But I remember when he was being asked to take these uh, these interviews, and, and I, I would always wonder why uh, – a coach who probably felt like, you know what, this is kind of a sham interview. You know, why, why am I doing this to my other coaches uh, that yeah. are dealing with some of the same things that I dealt with throughout my career? And There's something I, on that quick, though. It's yes. when, when it's the veteran coach, you're absolutely right. When it's the guy who has coached forever or someone who already had a head coaching job and you feel like they're just trotting them through, that's one thing. But I remember Kirby Wilson was a running back coach, black running back coach for the Steelers when I was out there. And I, would, I talked to him about this one day. And he said that, that yes, sometimes it feels like a sham, but there's a lot of guys, younger guys, yeah, that, black that's coaches fine. that that never got a chance to interview and get experience from it. That is great. But the older guys, you're right. I mean, when you get some of these guys, you feel like, hey, Marvin, just come in here. Let's have a cup of coffee so I could satisfy this thing. That's when it feels Well, wrong. you know, it's kind of interesting. It goes both ways, too, because uh, if, I re- if I remember correctly, uh, Todd Bowles and Frank Reich were up for the Jets job. And uh, Frank, you know, took the interview. He'd never had an interview before. And I said, Frank, what do you think the chances of you getting the job are? And he goes, it's, it's probably unlikely. I think they probably had their eyes set on Todd. Yeah. And, and he, you know, it wasn't about race or any of that stuff. It's just that it was about Todd's time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Frank was a relatively unknown in the league. I mean, they knew him in the league, but outside, uh, not a lot of people knew who he was or where he came from or what his credentials were. And this was prior to the Philadelphia Super Bowl. And uh, I'll I'll never forget, but you know, picking him up over there, at Florin Park. I said, I go. He goes, you know what? I'm glad I did it, even though I know I'm not going to get it, because it really gives me an understanding as to what my potentially next interview is going to be like. Sure. Yep. So you're right. There, there is something about a young uh, coordinator that hasn't had an opportunity to go interview. That's how they found Mike Tomlin in in Pittsburgh. Yep. And he's only lasted, what, 16 years, 17 years? And he was only a defensive coordinator for one year prior to that. It's not even a, a, a Coach Cower will tell you that it's not so much, uh, it, you know, the, the amount of experience that you have as a coordinator. What it really is, it's about your communication techniques and can you get through to the players that you're coaching. And because the, the, the team is so vast and have, there's so many players there's just so many different personalities that you have to deal with. And, you know, the guys that last the longest, like the Andy Reeds, now if they're lucky enough, they'll get a great quarterback. So, you know, obviously uh, Mike Tomlin inherited Ben Roethlisberger. So that certainly helps the transition, and it's going to give you an opportunity to possibly go win a Super Bowl. Uh, and they've always drafted well out there in Pittsburgh for the most part. They always seem to get the right guy, whether it be a wide receiver or a linebacker, for God's sake. So uh, I, I I just I hate the sham interview. And uh, I, I sometimes I think it does a disservice uh, for those black head coaches. But I also know that there are um, instances where those coaches do end up getting jobs just simply because of the Rooney rule. And I think Mike Tomlin is a prime example of that. Yeah, but I mean, Bill Belichick being available and wanting to coach, someone was going to hire him. I mean, and, and this is not some regular head coach who's getting a, another opportunity um, who maybe shouldn't, like an Adam Gase I mean, this is Bill Belichick, the most decorated head coach of his generation. So someone was going to hire him. Well, there's no question. I mean, same, you could say the same thing about, uh, you know, Pete Carroll, 
You can say the same thing about Mike Vrabel, but, you know, all three extremely successful successful head coaches for different reasons and, of course, at different ages. And, uh, yeah, I think that uh, everything that I've read out of Atlanta is that everything went smoothly. It went smoothly, the initial meeting with Arthur Blank. Uh, there's people in that building down there that are comfortable with Bill Belichick. He's comfortable with them. Um, so I just think it's a matter of time before this this thing gets announced. And, you know, it's amazing. I think we were talking about this. I feel like five weeks ago we were talking about where would he go if, in fact, he decided to leave and Bob Kraft let him leave. And who would replace Bill Belichick in New England? If Bill ends up going to Atlanta and now with Gerard Mayo taking over for Bill in uh, New England, everybody's pretty much spot on. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. All the predictions are well, pretty much not, spot on. I mean, on. the Falcons came out of nowhere, though, in this thing. Like, I, I'm sorry. We talked about the Commanders. We talked about the Bears. We talked about the Chargers. I didn't think that the Atlanta Falcons would have been a place he went until Adam Schefter threw that out there immediately when Bill Belichick was announced that him and Robert Kraft were parting ways where he said that Arthur Blank has taken some runs at some big coaches before. Now Bill Belichick's available, sort of dropping that hint. And I was like, really? You'd go to the Falcons? And I, I don't know. I mean, we, seeing into the future is impossible in the NFL, but I feel like the way that it ended in New England, and now he's going to take this Falcons job, I... I I think that his legacy towards the end here is going to be tarnished because unless he gets a really good quarterback, he's going to suck down. All right, so he's going to suck down there with a Falcons logo on a hoodie, and it's going to look stupid. And if I were him, Uh, I would have just gone away. I'm 70-something years old. I have all the money in the world. I'm going to find a new girlfriend somewhere. I'm going to buy a house on Martha's Vineyard. I'm going to sit there and uh, drink Sauvignon Blanc and make fun of all the other coaches in the NFL. You don't know Bill Belichick. He wants that record. He wants the coach. That's his life. That's what he does. You're not getting it with the NFL. And by the way, you know, Tom Brady left for the Tampa Bay Bucks. So same con- same division, same conference, obviously. Um, so and Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the Bucks. So I, I would I would say, depending on who their quarterback is going to be down there and they're going to you know wipe out that quarterback room for sure, um, that will determine how far they can go. I mean, they ha- they do have good players. They have some of the most explosive offensive players in the league. And they'll add to that, I'm sure, because, you know, Arthur Blank's getting up there like Jerry Jones is getting up there. Like a lot of these guys are getting up there and they want to win. So, uh, look, I he wants to coach. He wants to set the record. He has every right to go, you know, back and do that. I don't care with what franchise. But I do think you're right. I think it's the NFC South. Baker Mayfield led his team to the, you know, to the playoffs. They got to go on the road now to Detroit. Uh I don't know what the Panthers are doing. Uh, the Saints are, you know, stuck with Derek Carr. I mean, this is like this is an opportunity of a lifetime. If you ask me, if you get, if you pick the right team, like Tom Brady picked the right team, yeah. but Tom Brady was the quarterback, the most <laughs> integral part of all of it, and he had Bruce Arians as his coach. I think if Bill Belichick can find the right quarterback, you like that? I do like, like I do like that, Kirk. I do like that. Hmm. No, but if you can find the right quarterback, that that would be the thing. And I don't well, know. and that's the thing that people are talking about now. I think you, you know, Kirk Cousins was asked about it. Was it on K Adams that he it wasn't on K Adams wherever he was? He was asked about it and said, you know, opportunity to play with a Super Bowl winning head coach and a Hall of Famer would be great. We got to see what happens in March. And yeah, it feels like the Minnesota Vikings are done with Kirk Cousins, especially after the injury. And that oh, they got Zach Wilson coming. That could be a mistake, or they're going to—I don't know. They I got Zach Wilson coming. I got my ear to the ground. Ear to the ground. You get your fat Perez shirt on uh, again I, today. Yeah, I do. Listen, your fat Perez. It's going to—it's going to be ground. 
And Zach Wilson and Michael Penix. It's not. It's well, okay. Then if you draft a guy, then that's great. But I there is last year they tried desperately to trade up to get Anthony Richardson. I think this year they're going to desperately trade up to get one of these top guys. One of these. I'll top be looking three for guys. that big Penix. And I, if you know, Penix might fall to them where they are, but I, I would not be surprised if they gave some Man. sort of ridiculous package to go up and get some one of these other guys. But we'll see. And I'm, I'm just thinking Michael Penix in a dome with Justin Jefferson and Madison and oh Hawkinson. Oh my god! Yeah, that, that would be great. Oh. That, I'm fine with that. The Zach Wilson thing, I'm not fine with. But anyway, so Kirk could probably go. Uh, to the Atlanta Falcons, and then he's he's back in a dome, and he's got those weapons, and he got a veteran quarterback, and all that stuff. But I mean, Bill Belichick better have an offensive coordinator knows what he's doing because he has proven that he cannot <clears throat> hire a coaching staff if it does if Josh McDaniels what, is not there. What happens if Gerard Mayo decides to go with Josh McDaniels as an OC, and and they go on and they draft obviously a young quarterback? Again, yep. and they somehow figure it out, and they go on to win without Bill Belichick in New England. Yeah, I mean that would be that. That to me is is more damaging. Uh, I think right now than Tom Brady going and winning a Super Bowl down in Tama, uh, Tampa to Bill's kind of legacy. Like if somehow Gerard Mayo and uh, Josh McDaniels all stay together up there in New England, which is a possibility, I guess. <clears throat> That would be unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, Josh <clears throat> Josh McDaniels goes down to Atlanta with mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. That's that's the best situation. Uh, and and Bill O'Brien's now going to Ohio State, so that is out of the mix. Bill's worked with you know very few guys that and that he trusts. You know, when when he gets those guys there, they're there for a long time. Whether it was you know Charlie Weiss, Josh McDaniels, Bill O'Brien, those guys, Matt and, Patricia, <clears throat> you know Matt Patricia, Joe Judge. Yeah, so he he there's guys he's trusted in his world. If Bill O'Brien's got a different job, Josh McDaniels doesn't come back. Obviously, these other guys are are not going to be around. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, who is going to be his offensive coordinator? That would be my. If I were Arthur Blank, I'd say I'm not hiring you unless Josh McDaniels is with you. Phil because- gave me a pretty good idea yesterday. <laughs> depending on who their quarterback is, maybe this Greg Roman. Like, if they somehow ended up with uh, Justin Fields. And you put Greg Roman with Justin Fields and Bill Belichick with the defense. And Greg Roman was the offensive coordinator for, for the Ravens. For the and Ravens. Lamar Jackson for a lot of years that he had a lot yeah. of success. You know, obviously then they went to Todd Munkin and you know, and Lamar had by far his best year this year and most likely is going to run away with the MVP vote uh, by virtue of beating both the Dolphins and the 49ers late in the season. You know, and that's why I think it's a different Lamar. You know, this is a team. Man, I think that had eight victories versus winning teams with 14 or more points spread in the victory. And Lamar has been unbelievable. And now he has not had a great uh, postseason run. I think he's only got one win and three losses, and his numbers are really terrible in the postseason. But I I feel like this year he's different. I feel like he is ready to roll, and he's got this chip on his shoulder, finally getting that contract. They may get Mark Andrews back this week. I I just think he's like a different player this year, and I think he's going to have a monster game against Houston on Sunday. Yeah, on Saturday, actually, Saturday. <laughs> I mean, he better because he's done everything else. He's going to win another MVP. That's two MVPs for him. He's had great regular seasons. And it all comes down to this, sort of the same situation with Dak Prescott, and everybody is on was on him, and he lays an egg again. Lamar Jackson, same stuff. Like you've done it all, but you haven't won that huge game in the postseason. Uh, so, all right. So, we think that 
Where's Jim Harbaugh going to go? L.A.? I, go still think, I still think the Chargers, yes. All right. Where's Vrabel going to go? I don't know if he's going to go anywhere right now. He may he may end up going with Bill as the defense coordinator down in uh, Atlanta. You never know. Mm. You know, the other thing, too, is I do believe that Ben Johnson's going to get a job. He's the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. I also think Bobby Slowick's got a really good chance of getting one of these jobs. He's the offense coordinator for Houston. And, you know, they're running that offense with C.J. Stroud, who's had a monster year as a rookie quarterback that, you know, everybody else is running, that Green Bay's running, uh, uh, Miami's running, San Francisco's running, uh, the Houston Texans are running. The You know, it's a kind of the modified West Coast, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan offense. Yeah. I'm just looking at this. Graphic I think, think Raheem Morris is going to have a shot for the Commanders. Um, I also think I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, the uh, the office coordinator for the Miami Dolphins is, may get one of these jobs. We think that Dan Quinn has the inside spot there in Seattle. Yeah, and, I mean the coaching carousel board here is just—it's crazy. I mean, it's just absolutely. I do, th- I, do th- I do think Antonio Pierce has got a really good shot at the Raiders' job. I mean, is anybody else interviewed out there? I yeah, they're, they're, inter- they're interviewing people. Like who, though? I mean, they didn't interview Harbaugh. They didn't interview Vrabel, did they? I mean, if those no. guys are available and you're not interviewing them, what the hell are you doing? I mean, I guess that means that they're keeping Antonio Pierce. I, I feel like that's going to be the case, and I feel like that's what the players want. Well, but they again, definitely, again, it's not feels like. I mean, Devontae Adams and Max Crosby, the, the leaders of that team, flat out came out and said it, that they only want to play for Antonio Pierce. Which is amazing, because he had such a short period of time to turn that thing around, and it also goes to show you, that maybe, just maybe, Josh McDaniels was so, so screwed up that, you know, uh, that, you know, they, they stopped playing for him. Yeah, well, he, he can't be a head coach. Can't lead a locker room. Can't be in tune. Can't be a head coach. Can be a great offensive coordinator. We've seen that. Cannot be a good head coach. So that's why I think Bill's got to reunite with him down there in Atlanta. And then the next thing is, who the hell is going to play quarterback for them? Is it Justin Fields? He's got to have a plan. You know, Bill, when he's talking to Arthur Blank later today, and they probably hammer out a contract, they have to have talked either in the first interview or the second interview who he wants and how he's going to get him. Well, the first interview is basically getting to know each other, talking about different things. What do you think about my team? What does my team need? Uh, what What do you think about my building? Can you get along with the people in the building? You know, that kind of stuff. That they that they go through, and I'm sure that Arthur wanted to know about you know scheduling and how he runs things, and you know can you handle this you know this athlete? It'd be interesting to see how the Atlanta Falcon players respond to this. I mean, don't you think they'd be excited about? I it? I would like to think they are, I but mean, you never know. I mean, you know, you know, in in league circles, you know, players from New England are probably saying, "Look, man, he's not a lot of fun to be around." You know, and there is no tweeting or posting on X. There's no Instagramming. There's no TikToking. There's none of that stuff. That's all going to be a part of the game plan or the uh, the playbook when they get it, or the iPad when they get it. And it will say the Surface, I guess the Microsoft, Microsoft Surface. Surface. Yes, they'll get it. And the rules will be like this: These are your responsibilities when it comes to dealing with uh, social media and things like that. And I'm not so sure that you know some of these guys are going to really like that. All right, Boomer and Geo just getting started on this feel-good football Friday. Bill Belichick looks like he's going to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. We have divisional playoff weekend. CeeLo in. Jerry has officially, he has the regular flu, not the stomach virus, Ah! not the neurovirus, the regular flu, uh, which is not a good thing either. So we are hitting... We're hitting these uh, illnesses from all angles here on Boomer and Geo. We've had COVID run through here. Now we have the regular flu that's running through here. All we need is the 
neurovirus and maybe croup. Maybe we get a little taste of croup as well. We did have, but uh, what did Allie have? Oh, Allie had like uh, eye COVID or something. Eye I crust virus. I don't know. Got to ask her what it was. I mean, it was she out there. It was it was rough. Yeah, whatever it was, she had to wear the glasses and stuff. I mean, it yeah, looked like someone put like super glue on her eyelids. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network on this feel-good football Friday. Jerry with the flu, the regular flu. Uh, I don't know what I'd rather have when you talk about the regular flu or the stomach virus. I mean, the regular flu lasts longer. Yeah. And it's you could be, like, hospitalized, and the stomach virus is very, very terrible. It's awful, but it ends quicker. Yeah, it's like a 24-hour in and out. I'd, I'd yeah. rather take that express. What you don't want route. is the RSV. You don't want that, man. Yeah, RSV, not good. That thing sucks. Don't want the RSV. That thing lingers. Lingerer? That thing lingers, man. You know what's lingering in my house right now is strep. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what we got going on there. We got conjunctivitis. We got strep. We got flu. We got COVID. We got RSV. Who had RSV? And by the way, you're not sick, are you? Because you're always sick when you come in. No, I'm recently getting over being sick. Yeah. See? What'd you have? Strep. You had strep? Yep. I thought that was a kid's thing. So well, did I. I have I mean, kids, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, Gina and I, it's been in our house now. Like, they've got it, and then it came back, and it's Oh, it came weird. back? Really? Yeah. For even both after of antibiotics? Them. Yeah. Wow. Even after that, and then it came back. And so it's been in our house for three weeks, and Gina and I haven't gotten it because we have okay. adult immune systems, apparently. Okay. And yeah, you here don't. Here we go. Here we go. And meanwhile, this guy. COVID, you just mentioned RSV, yeah. the neurovirus. You guys love to take shots at Jerry and I. Meanwhile, you said the other day, I heard you, oh, I've been spitting up mucus for three weeks. I have. This guy, I filled in for you when you were out with COVID, and I was just fine. So let's be fair. We all yeah, but go I think you guys it. bring it in here. Oh, like here Jerry had it. Yeah. Jerry had yeah, the flu, yeah, yeah. and now we're going to yeah. get it. No, yeah, you, you guys, guys are patient. Zero. Zero. He did the right thing. He was sitting out there, and all of a sudden, he felt it, and he got the hell out of here. The Billy Jackalone stuff was tremendous, by the way. I was dying. Uh, he, he was great, stepping right in. Not a lot of people have that type of balls, man. No, I listen. Just I just come in like that. In the world, do that. Firing those cuts. That you know what awesome. that is? That's the back end of the bullpen right there. Listen, that's an innings eater. 
utility man. And he did, it it, and he did a good job. He was, he was said, funny right? and, he was, uh, you know, yeah. he knows put the him deal. in a tough spot. He knows the deal. Something yeah. good. All right, CeeLo, uh, let's see how a pro does it over there. Oh, yeah, update. My God, between you and Peter Schwartz, my freaking ex... Feet is like jammed in there. Oh, CeeLo is the greatest. You know, give him Spike's job. Do this. We need more CeeLo. Yeah, I get a lot of that. You think that was his burner account? Uh, I thought so. There's one guy on there who loves CeeLo. Would you like me to hand you my phone? You can confirm I don't have a burner account. (laughs) I know because your phone gets sick if he hands you the phone. Yeah, I don't (laughs) want your sick. Don't give me (laughs) it. No, you're probably doing it from your computer out Oh, there. yeah, from a company computer. That makes a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah, just CeeLo. And this one guy loves CeeLo. No matter what is going on, he suggests CeeLo should have that job. Wow. The talk show host, update anchor, program director, yes. Giants I defensive coordinator. I not right. do Spike's job, so I do not. That? I was just thinking about you in that job. No, you weren't. Yeah, it was just now. That's why I paused. Yeah. I was thinking about you back <laughs> in that office. No shot. Hmm. Mm. That's not a bad idea. No chance. Yeah. What do you mean no chance? No, no chance you wouldn't want to do it? I'm or? not, I'm not and this, let me preface it with this. This is not a commentary on Spike, it's just on the job in general. But he, I'm not, uh, he, you're one of his decisions, by the way. What if do you, you remember that? If I remember it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys only remind me of it every single time. Right, I so he here. took you off of Carton and Roberts. Uh, we don't know. I don't know who made the ultimate call there, but that's fine. That's ancient Al, who history. Took we him don't off need to of go Carton down and Roberts. Path. I don't know what went down with that. All it was right. very confusing. Do we, we don't need to rehash oh, oh, this. I, I it was very confusing. I don't know how what went down with that. It was, <laughs> it was one of those situations where I think there were so many hands involved so no one too could many take cooks, the fall. Too many cooks. Too many cooks right. in the kitchen. Too many cooks. cooks. sucks. <laughs> By design, probably, Al, so we couldn't figure out the answer, right? right. What I was going to say is I'm not cutthroat enough. Yeah. Not cutthroat enough. I wonder that's if, not to say Spike is, by yeah. the way. I wonder if the next guy is going to be able to handle it. The Unlike job? Spike did. Because <laughs> he bailed two and a half years in. <laughs> I think this next guy's going to make it. Oh, come on, he bailed. He's going to be on the air at Afternoon Drive in his hometown. Well, come on. It is his hometown I'm, I'm saying this with I a know, smile, I obviously. Know. Well, you just, yes. you just never know. There's a major shakeup coming. Major shakeup. Major shakeup. Mm. Shakeup. Yeah. Shake it up. I enjoyed your subtle hints at that uh, on Wednesday's show yeah. as well. That was mm. fun. So as long okay. as I could hold it in. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> by the way, remember when Zach Wilson said before Aaron Rodgers went to the Jets, if they bring in a veteran quarterback, I'm going to make that dude's life hell. <laughs> You're going to do that to the next PD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it's all Spike's fault, Every man. day one, you guys guilt, guilt tripped him for not being here at like 5 a.m. And now that is true. life is right. miserable. He has to come in here yeah. you know, before the sun rises every day. Just so you guys he, don't bust he, his chops on the air. He showed an appreciation and respect for our show. Yeah, I believe you also called him a is. heroin addict. <laughs> <laughs> First day. God. You shamed him for not coming in and yeah. said he looked like a heroin addict. Oh, boy. That was his uh, <laughs> welcome, indoctrination. Welcome to the yep. Yeah. Yep. Make sure uh, we got Narcan on staff. <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. God. That's a little too serious. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, what do you have over yeah, there? Yeah, brought to you by Town Fair Tire. <laughs> nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Uh, maybe not the walk in the park we would have expected, but the Knicks did outlast the Wizards at the Garden last night. Brunson fakes, drives, layup, and it's good. 40 points for Jalen Brunson. The Brunson blitz continues. Mike Breen, MSG, yes! at 20 of his 41 points coming in the fourth quarter to help seal the deals. The Knicks held off Washington 113-109. We stay resilient. Uh, I mean, like you said, they're never going to quit. And, um... That's it. I mean, despite their record, I mean, they play hard. That's, that's a really good team over there. So uh, we just found a way to win. Bronson doing what he could to talk up the seven-win Wizards on the court there yeah, on yeah, MSG well, I mean, afterwards. You know, you got to do what I, you got to do. Look, I think both the Knicks and the Rangers last night went into games 
thinking that, you know, with the injuries for the Vegas Golden Knights, oh, we're going to walk through this one. You know, Val Kett was talking about this in the pregame. You know, you got to go in there and get this one. Don't take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. Get their asses handed to them. Well, they came out flying early. They just didn't get any goals. Show for it. We'll yeah, get to them. Because every goaltender we play against ends up playing like yeah. Ken Dryden, for God's well, sake. Well, except against Seattle the other night. They did take Well, that guy played one game. game. Right, because that's what I mean. It was a backup. They had a, their key players out, and yeah, they he, wiped them on home ice. You know? 25 shots on goal, and or let some softies in. I, mean, okay. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it wasn't a good night for him. But uh, the God. Knicks did get it done on a back-to-back with the starting five playing heavy minutes. You got only seven points from the bench last night. There was no Josh Hart. He set it out with knee soreness. He actually had an Evan Fournier sighting in this game, which is always uh, an, eye, an eyebrow raiser a little bit. Brunson ends up playing 40 minutes. Maybe they're minutes. playing him just so somebody can take a look at him and scout him. Well, maybe. Plus, Hart was out, so someone had to play. Uh, Tom Thibodeau on his point guard doing whatever it takes to win. He made great reads. He got to the line. Then they went to, they changed the matchup. Then they went to the double team and he got off the ball. He didn't fight it. He is the true team player. So something pops in my head every time I hear a Tom Thibodeau cut. And I'm not going to, I won't fully complete the thought if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. If you know what I mean. All right. So there there was this toy probably 15 years ago where it was like a a bass on like someone would hang a bass. Yeah. And it would move over flap. and sing, like, don't flap. worry, yeah, yeah. be happy. So every time I hear Tom Thibodeau speak, I th- I think of that bass with that big lower lip. <laughs> and that's what I picture. Wow. is like the bass head turning. Be like, yeah, so we had a good game and, you know, we got a rebound. And I just picture him as that bass. Now, I don't know why... My brain is a weird place. That is weird, but I don't disagree. You don't understand where now I'm going? Now that you said it, I do. I can see you can that. You see it? Mounted on the wall. Yeah, there, it turns around know. like, Jalen did a really good job. <laughs> you know, I feel like, I feel like, you know, he's kind of like, you're like, he's got constant congestion. <laughs> oh, I, stop it. Is that the word? Well, I, mean, I mean, the last three weeks he's had constant So for you. him, I'm talking about Both of us. Yeah, you, again, you act like, you know, you never get sick and all is well and perfect. I mean, come on now. All I'm saying is that you brought it up. I'm saying that it sounds to me like he has constant congestion. Yeah. That's it sounds to me like a, a fake bass on a wall that yeah, sings, okay. don't worry, be happy. That's fitting. <laughs> I'm that glad you guys fun. remember that toy. Oh, that I was did. a big oh, yeah. thing. You were worried, but you were like, I'm going to put this out there. Yeah, and who's they may people have no think idea I'm not talking about? <laughs> bass right. on the wall. Bass, bass on, on the, wall. the board. Right. There you go. <laughs> Knicks have won 8 of 10, and now they've got R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel quickly coming back to the Garden with the Raptors tomorrow night. Toronto lost to the Bulls Thursday, 116-110. Do they play a video trip? To quickly and barrel, hundred oh, percent. Yeah, they have yes. to. That's okay. an easy one. Yeah. All right, that's a that's a likable guys. One hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and the Raptors, after the Pascal Siakam trade as well, have lost five of their last six. So have the Rangers. By the way, it's five out of six now. Fast start through the first ten minutes last night out in Vegas. Nothing to show for it. And then they got blitzed by the defending champs. Out and drops it back. Here comes Korzak. Scores. Sam Rosen on MSG Plus. Two goals in 25 seconds for Vegas to make it 4 nothing <laughs> in the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry's laughing at home. By the way, his Devils are having their own problems right now, so yeah. easy with that. we got a long uh, way to go. Former Ranger Brett Howden, the empty netter, of course. Uh, 5-1 Vegas yes. win. Head coach Peter Laviolette. You know, I mean, it's a tough one. I thought our guys started with the right intentions, and you know, they played They played hard the whole night. Just, I hate the score, and you know, the 
game just kind of unraveled in the wrong way for us for seemed like a group that was ready to play. And it was not a great night for Shesterkin after good games against Washington and Seattle. By the way, that's the eighth time already this season they've allowed two goals in a span of less than 30 seconds. So that Ridiculous. has been a problem for and, them. And the fact is they got 28 wins, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, they've had such an up, like it's this, this last 11 month, games. Month or so, yeah. Has just not been very good. Got to get Filipino back in there Yes, soon. they do. Well, you know, I just hope to get him back in the country. Uh, it sounds like that might be happening sooner rather than later. Yeah, I hope but once so. he's here, we got to keep him healthy. That's the key. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Igor is going to play like like he does in yeah, these they games, have no shot. Yeah. Like, when he plays well, I mean, they're virtually unbeatable. But when he has a tough game, it's eye opening. You know what I feel yes. like when you guys start doing this with the Rangers back and <laughs> forth is when wall? I go. No, no, no. When I go and pick up my car. <laughs> And I'm speaking English to the guys that are getting my car, and then they start speaking to each other yeah, yeah, in yeah. Spanish, yeah. and I don't know what they're saying. So, like, I'm part of it for a little bit, and then they start going. I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Right. Right. They talking That's what about, just happened. talking about me? I'm sorry they about Philip Heedle out of the country for yes. what? They sent him home. He's he had, had a, a concussion. He went back to Czechia. He had a little bit of a depression. Right. Czechia? Czechia. Yeah, from, Czechia yes. now. Yeah, Czechia. Yeah. And he posted a picture on Instagram in all his Rangers gear. Big smile. He's skating with Yarmir Yager over there. So, oh, yeah, nice. It's all good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. He'll be back soon. Then uh, you get a little home cooking. That's yeah, all. right. Family. Straight, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Very good. Uh, you talked about Belichick to the Falcons gaining steam. Could Kirk Cousins potentially join him in Atlanta? <laughs> Don't rule it out. I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play with a you know, future Hall of Fame coach, but uh, we'll have to see where... March leads. It's just a lot of unknowns right now. And by the way, that was with CBS Sports's what? Isabel Gonzalez. All right. Not, so, uh, what do you say Adams. about his uh, Achilles? Anything? Uh, that I don't know. I'll have to no go update back on to the on Achilles. There might have been. I mean, uh, his obviously took place after Rodgers. He did not have the speed bridge. Is that the proper terminology? He did not. He went uh, the normal way. I don't know if it was normal, but I don't. I think he said he didn't do the speed. He didn't bridge. do the same thing. Right. Okay. So, so um, by the way, it was interesting as I was reading Sabini. He was saying how. The Jets did practice with Aaron Rodgers running the offense and C.J. Mosley running the defense on the practice field. Ones against ones. Right, the last few practices. Which is just, rare for in-season. Yeah, I guess they just wanted to like, send him off in the off-season feeling like he was a part of this season. Okay. That's what I feel like. So. Very good. Mike McCarthy back with the Cowboys. As we know, he met the media Thursday at the moment, uh, heading into lame duck status for 2024. What's his message? I came here to win a championship. I didn't come here to get another contract or um, anything other than that. Um, I came to Dallas to win the world championship, and that's why I'm standing here and um, buying into us. <laughs> Quite the sell job there at the end. So that, <laughs> I'm buying buy into us. How about Mike Tomlin? A few days to cool off post-loss to the Bills, where he walked off the podium when asked about his contract. Good afternoon. Uh, in a little better mood today, man. Anybody got any contract questions? Uh, I'll say this. Um, I certainly could have handled uh, that situation better than I did. But he stood firm. He didn't think it was the right time or place to address it just minutes after their season ended in Orchard. Yeah, one thing he could not be is a stand-up comedian. That's one thing. <laughs> like, he could definitely be a books-on-tape guy. He could be great during a GPS situation, but a stand-up comedian with no. his timing there would not would not work. You think he would be a good GPS voice? <laughs> like Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would definitely. play ways. Yeah, all of that ways, stuff would yeah. be great. Guest we'll voice on ways, I'd be yeah. all about that. But his timing there with that joke was was not good. <laughs> it played better visually because he had a you know a nice grin on his face. Oh, he's smiling. That's yeah, nice. yeah. That nice. Uh, Bill O'Brien, I guess, got the stiff arm from Gerard Mayo, so he's going to be the uh, offensive coordinator at Ohio State. And the Bears are going to apparently talk to Cliff Kingsbury about their offensive coordinator Oof. job 
inch. Well, you got the Caleb Williams connection yeah, I know, there at I USC. Know. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, we got Marcus Stroman on Zoom, but perhaps you'd like to save that for next hour. Yeah, I'd like to. You know what? Already. Save it for tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's, yeah, tomorrow okay. will be the perfect time to play right, him. So you're not interested in hearing from Marcus Stroman? No, not at all. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Feel good football Friday. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. You know, I love a Twitter beef. And this is one I didn't know that I needed in my life. And it's RG3 and Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden was the head coach of the Washington franchise when RG3 was drafted there. And, of course, the injury and then Kirk Cousins taking over and all the drama that was there with Dan Snyder. And these guys have been getting into it now over the last several days. And it is phenomenal because neither one of them are holding back. Now, the moral of this story, or I guess my thesis statement on this story is, you guys both sucked in the NFL, <laughs> <laughs> like so, oh, and Jay Gruden was with the Bengals. He was actually pretty good. That's why he got the job in Washington. Yeah, but as a head coach in the NFL, yeah. he sucked. RG three is a quarterback in the NFL. Couldn't stay healthy and ended up blowing his career because of his personality. Apparently, too, and the locker rooms hated him. So, like, who sucked more is basically going on between these two guys. But it's still entertaining. Uh, and it all started when Jay Gruden tweeted out, "If I ever did to a quarterback with." But what the Eagles are doing to Jalen Hurts, I apologize. I would never do that or something and, like that. And the reason he was saying that, because if you watch the... the said, pick up a blitz. Is what right, right. If you saw the Bucks game, you, you know, we all know Todd Bowles likes the blitz. So I, get, I guarantee you this week, Ben Johnson is looking at all this film uh, that the Bucks have put out there. And he will have an answer for Jared Goff. And Jared Goff may get hit once or twice. With a free blitzer, but for the most for the most part, he will have an answer to where to go with the ball, and he's a seasoned veteran quarterback and should be able to handle it. Right. So then RG three does this glasses on the end of the nose picture and like this quizzical face, quote tweeting that, and then Jay Gruden came back and said sarcastically, "I think yeah, you're right. All the coaches were wrong. You were great, or something like that." And then. RG3 puts out this YouTube video. It says, Dear Coach Gruden, and, and it talks about everything that happened from his perspective in Washington. And Jake Gruden responds, you really want to play this game? And RG3 responds, I'm not playing any games. I'm retired. You have a free invite to come on the show and discuss face-to-face. I know where all your bodies are buried, Jay. Don't play with me. And then Jay responds with a video of him racing a pigeon on ESPN yeah. and says, go race a pigeon. <laughs> yeah, RG3 has a big, long thing. To, but Jay Gruden is cracking me up with this stuff because he seems like 
he finally came to the realization he's never going to coach in the NFL again. So he's like, screw it. I'm just going to say the stuff that's on my mind, and then maybe somebody will hire me in the media. That's what I think is going yeah, well, on here. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. What happened was, I, I think what happened in Washington is that RG3 and Daniel Snyder became best buddies. Yeah. And that that was really what happened there, that it was more about the brand than it was about the playing, and it was about getting close to the owner and usurping the coaching and all of that crap. And you know, that's what that's all of that stuff was coming out of Washington at that time. <clears throat> I remember I covered their playoff game where RG3 heroically went out there and tried to beat the Seattle Seahawks with a bad knee. You know, he did what Philip Rivers tried to do against the New England Patriots. Yeah. And his whole game was moving around and running. And maybe too much running for Jake Rudin's liking. I'm, you know, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that he was not processing things. Most rookies don't. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is he was a good athlete. and uh, But he nuzzled up against the owner. And I think that just rubbed the entire coaching staff the wrong way. And his teammates, by the way. Yes, and this, by the way, was the response to the go race a pigeon thing. Yeah. I guess it was a hawk. And RG3 goes, first of all, don't you dare disrespect the hawk. He is a saint and a quality opponent who could fly up to 120 miles an hour. And he says a bunch of other stupid stuff. Then he goes, the pigeon name is more respected than your last name. So a little shot at him. Yeah, bro. There, there we go. Oh, oh. I mean, it's you sit back and you enjoy it. But, I mean, it, it is funny. It's just like... You know, you do that game where you put your hand on the bat and, like, whoever gets it on top, it's just like, who sucked more? Who sucked more? It was you. You're the one who sucked more. I kind of feel like when they drafted him, they, they I remember co- covering that team back then that I just felt like the coaching staff really regretted that pick. And I don't know if they really had much to do with that pick. I think it was more the owner's pick. Yeah. And uh, it turned out to be the nightmare. I think that Jay Gruden ultimately saw coming. Yeah, he also deleted a tweet that was like, Kirk was better. You weren't good enough. No one wanted you. And then he ended up deleting that. That's that's. I'm telling you, that's what the the, the reputation was. That's what the story was. And that was that's what the scuttlebutt was. Yeah, the scuttlebutt. Uh, let's go to Matt and Pompton Lakes. What's going on, Matt? How you doing, guys? Good. What's up, man? Not much. I want to know. Uh, Do you see the Giants? are interviewing the assistant coach from the Dolphins, your whip ass guy? Oh, the uh, Campanile. Yeah, I think it'd be a great fit. Yeah, for is 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 it Rob Campanile? Is his first name? No, nah, it's uh, Anthony Campanile. A- Anthony Camp- Campanile. All right, that's what he's a linebackers coach for the yeah, defensive linebacker. coordinator job. Yeah, he's coming in for an interview. He's on uh, he's on the list. Oh, that is great. So he is, um, you know, under Vic Fangio, and Vic Fangio was uh, really put in a tough position here late in the season they were signing guys off the street like melvin ingram yeah and he was blitzing his ass off against patrick mahomes in the red zone and they had to settle for harrison butker field goals yeah i wonder if buffalo does the same thing i wonder if buffalo when patrick when patrick and those guys get in the end in the red zone i wonder if they kind of try to do what miami did yeah i mean that would so yeah you, you would think so and this guy on the hard knocks and i hadn't watched the last couple episodes i really need to go and check him out but he is as New York, New Jersey as you can get from a head coaching standpoint. That's why I loved him. He would be he'd be a perfect fit for this area. I don't know if that means anything when you're coaching linebackers. I mean, are we gonna be doing this, Tommy DeVito? No, 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 guy? no, 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 no. He's not doing that. No, he's he. He's he, a he Rutgers was, guy. Went to college at Rutgers, right? And he right. grew. I think he grew up in New Jersey. But his whole thing was like, you have to tackle a guy or go after a guy like he just kidnapped your children. Like that's what he was saying. He's like, you go after that guy like they just took your baby girl. 
And then you run them and you catch them and you beat them and you throw them to the ground <laughs> and you whoop their ass. <laughs> like they stole something from you. Like they kidnapped your kids. And I was like, this guy. Yes. He would be great. Get him in here. Makes a ton of sense. Get him here. Makes a ton of sense. Rutgers. All of that. I mean, they're not. it's not going to be a uh, a lateral move unless, of course, the Dolphins w- want to allow him to leave. It would no, it'd be, be defensive coordinator. Yeah, it'd be defensive coordinator. No, time to elevate him. Time to, bring, time to bring him here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 